This is the John Oakley Show podcast. What a great day for talk radio, and it is one of those situations where the waters are cresting there on the islands, and uh, with more rain in the forecast, obviously you heard Councillor Cressy, and uh, he's obviously uh, very agitated, thinking that, uh, well, because the planet's on fire, this is going to be the new normal and what have you, but uh, I've got to wonder if maybe the flood mitigation plan isn't up to snuff. You know, they've got a whole chance now, Ontario Place down there, by the way. Uh, I don't know what the water level's like, but uh, this is going to be reconfigured and remediated. Why it went so derelict for so long is a real mystery, but now the Ford government uh, has obviously put in requests for proposals to uh, private enterprise, and uh, they want to see exactly what comes back by way of these proposals and uh, then get busy building something that they say will be a crown jewel, not just for Toronto, but for the rest of the province and, uh, well, even internationally, international scale and scope. They're even likening it to cities like Chicago and uh, London, Hong Kong, what have you. However, uh, there are some who are really uh, striking a cautionary note, thinking that perhaps uh, the Ford government getting ahead of themselves by offering private partners a chance to redevelop and uh, Who knows what may come about as a result. So says Chris Glover. He's the NDP MPP for Spadina, Fort York. And he's joined the Oakley Show to tell us what his concerns are here this afternoon. Chris, good to have you on board. Good afternoon. Yeah, thank you, John. Thank you for having me. All right. Uh, So you've got some concerns about the way that this is sort of starting to roll out? Right. Yeah, it's the process. Um, You know, this is public property. The Ontario place has been, you know, uh, a crown jewel for for generations, or it was previously, until the Liberals let it slide and, and become you know quite derelict. Any idea uh, why they it, did did so? I'm just curious. Uh, if I, you can... I don't know. I mean, obviously, it needed to be revitalized. There is revitalization going on. It's just happening slowly. Um, the Cinesphere is back open. I was down at the Cinesphere a, a couple of weeks ago to see the the um, Alex and Old movie. You know, where he climbed El Capitan. Mm-hmm. It was packed, and it's a phenomenal place. IMAX that IMAX theater is. Uh, the world's first IMAX theater, you know, and it, it was a wonderful place to, to watch that movie. Do you believe, by the way, not to digress, and we'll get back yeah. into it, but Cinesphere is uh, something that should have a heritage designation because there's talk Absolutely. of Absolutely. Dis- Absolutely. You know, that's not an only important for Ontario. That's a world heritage site because it is the world's first IMAX cinema. All right, because there had been some talk of dismantling it and, uh, you yeah. know, in the whole rehabilitation that's- of the park. You know, that's one of the concerns about this RFP, this, you know, request for proposals that went out. There was no consultation about, you know, with the people of Ontario who own Ontario Place about what they would like to see there, about what principles should guide this process. And honestly, you know, protecting the pods, protecting uh, the Cinesphere should be part of that, of the principles that were put out in the RFP. Okay, Chris, so uh, tell me then, maybe be more explicit, what type of consultation involving who and what the timeline would involve? You know, it was it's it's owned by the people of Ontario, so it should be a, a province-wide consultation. They should, you know, just when it was built, when Ontario Place was built in 1971, it was designed for everybody from all over Ontario to be able to come and see their area, their region reflected. And so there are, you know, granite walls around the train tracks, which look like the Canadian Shield. There are silos, which look like the farming communities in Ontario. Uh, and then there's the you know, the Cinesphere and the pods, which look very modern and, and futuristic, and that was to celebrate the future of the province. So every part of it was designed to celebrate this province, and that's what 
you know, should be part of it. And it was a public space. It was always designed to be open to the public. And that's something that should continue. And that's, but that's not specified in the uh, RFP that went up by the Ford, which is a real concern. You know, just parenthetically, the original plan, as I understand it, having spoken uh, several years back to Eberhard Zeidler of Zeidler mm-hmm. Architects, who put the plan in motion back in the 60s. And yep. uh, he had anticipated something like a Venice on the shores of Lake Ontario, housing anywhere from 60 to 70,000 people. It was a grandiose plan, actually, for Ontario Place. Mm-hmm. And uh, never yeah. came to fruition. But now there's talk, uh, you know, that housing should have been there, but uh, that's been discounted. No casino, no residential buildings. Are you cool with that? I think, you know, that's that's part of the process. You know, no casino. I mean, a casino would be a, a complete disaster. But, you know, we don't know what Doug Ford actually has intended with this. You know, one of the, the, this government has not been transparent with anything that it's done over the past year. Uh, for all we know, they already have a plan, you know, cooked up and a, and a backroom deal made. And they know exactly what they're looking for with this RFP process because there has been no transparency up to this point, And there's been no consultation on developing the principles that were in the RFP. All right. By the way, uh, I know when Doug was a counselor, he uh, down on the Portlands, he was submitting an idea for a shopping mall. That kind of died a, a hasty death. But a Ferris wheel yeah. lives on. Would you be okay with a yeah. Ferris wheel on that side? Well, you know, I, I think the people, that's for the people of Ontario to decide. You know, that's, it's, it's nobody's private property. It's, it's everybody's public property. It belongs to all the people of Ontario. And, you know, whatever process, whatever happens should be done in consultation with the people. Okay. So uh, we're going to have something akin to a suggestion box, but people will put in whatever their two cents worth. And uh, then we strike what a committee or, I mean, how are we going to do this? So that, I mean, it could be town halls across the province. It could be an online, you know, consultation process. There's lots of good ways to get feedback from people. Mm. And the best thing about that feedback is that you get ideas that nobody would have, nobody else would have considered. Like you, you never know where a good idea is going to come from. Somebody in Kenora may write in and, and uh, you know, suggest something that resonates, that you know, really suits uh, the site, and that resonates with the rest of the people of Ontario, and then that becomes the vision. All right, Chris Glover is with us. He's the NDP MPP for Spadina, Fort York. We're talking about, well, he has some concerns over these RFPs to develop Ontario Place, and he says Ford's lacking in transparency when it comes to that. And actually, your complaint is that you're saying he's more interested in helping his developer buddies stuff their pockets than he is in listening to everyday families about what they want for this vital community asset. Uh, But you've got to concede that there are going to be private interests involved, right? You know, there can be private interests involved, but, you know, the the way that they're involved should be determined by the people through, you know, a public process. And and one of the other concerns is they, you know, Doug Ford fired the, uh, the, the board that was running Ontario Place, and he replaced it with his friend, uh, Junu, James Junu, who has said that, you know, he will build whatever Doug Ford wants on Ontario Place. Well, it's not Doug Ford's private property. It's the public's property. All right. How do you think the project ought to be financed? Well, you know, that could be that could be discussed. I mean, you know, there could be private money coming into it, but it has to be done uh, in consultation with the people, and it's got to be done in a way that keeps it open to the public. Fair enough. So uh, do you have a projected timeline, a best-before date, uh, so that we can settle on this thing? Because, again, it's stood derelict now. Obviously, in the summer months, you're going to have the concerts uh, at the yeah. Budweiser stage and so on and so forth. Yeah, I wouldn't say that it's sitting derelict now. It's being revitalized. Huge sections of it are revitalized. revitalized. We've got the Bill Davis Trail there and, and the Trillium Park, which is a beautiful waterfront uh, section. We've got the, uh, a Cinesphere going. The, the Budweiser stage is busy. 
you know, there's there's millions of people who visit um, who visit Ontario Place every year. Well, you know, and I understand where the Ford government has basically already asserted it's going to be family friendly and a public space. Doesn't that sort of satisfy uh, the broader themes? Said it's going to be a public space. They're going to close off. You know, they they may close off sections for these private. You know, these private interests. What, 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 specify, what private interests are we talking about, Chris? So the ones that are putting in the, the RFPs who are responding. So uh, they would have what, uh, like a saloon or something like that, or a restaurant, <laughs> and uh, they would, no, would they operate I, I, private enterprises? Yeah, but I mean, are they going to fence off a huge section of it and block people from, you know, the public from accessing that area? That's the question. Is it going to be, you know, fenced off and become a place for people to generate a profit? Or is it going to become a place for all of the public, all of Ontario to come and celebrate their province? I would think that that would be politically unsustainable. Uh, Why would he even think of that? You still have trepidation that you think that's the direction they take it. I can't see that. I mean, that would be be a betrayal of the public. Uh, Certainly somebody close Mm -hmm. to him, if not him himself, would understand that that's just, that's not on. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's been a lot of things that I thought were not would not be on, you know, increasing class sizes, all these different yeah. issues, you know, cutting public health. So I, I would have thought yeah. nobody, no premier would ever, you know, make those kind of cuts to uh, our, our public services when we're already at the lowest, you know, funded public services in the country. Right. So you're worried about the redevelopment of Ontario Place and you think that somewhere along the line, uh, as you say in your missive, that Doug Ford may be helping his developer buddy stuff their pockets. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm happy that you weighed in anyway. I mean, it's a a point of consideration. Thanks for joining us and explaining your side of things. John, thank you so much for having me. You got it. Chris Glover again, the NDP MPP for Spadina Fort York. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.